She wears a nappy because it makes her happy. She's too cool for smooth. Kings and calls are too free spirited to be restrained by herbs and oils. These queens who adorn it as a natural crown of truth. Grades worn in all sorts of twists, shades, a labor of love for the I just feel like I have to act a certain way to make myself feel better. Acceptance, a sense of belonging, self-identity. We can't go searching for that shit. The validation that I was looking for, it was always there. I just, I needed to show up as Alex to know it. And loving her taught me that I would never be who I wanted to be until I believed I was all I ever needed to be. Only I could define me. What's up, queens? It's your girl, Jay Rose, and welcome again to another episode of Sisters right here on Be More Radio, where, of course, sisters are doing it for themselves. Hello. So today is so exciting because I am so proud to have as a guest a sister who's not only been doing big things in the world of filmmaking, but we at Be More Radio are so proud to have her as one of our alumni interns as well, as well as being a graduate of the Michigan State University with her brand new film, Naked. So please welcome Miss Brenda Walker. Hey girl, it's good Hi. to see you again. How have you been? I have been good. How have you guys been? I missed you guys. We've been, we've been, uh, we have been keeping it on. We've been, we've been uh, keeping up to keeping up. We're making it do what it do. It's what they say. So we've been holding on. Uh, it's good to hear from you again. So just to catch everyone else up, because we we go a little bit back. So you were a part of our 2019. Uh, GDYT Grow Detroit's Young Talent Group as an intern. And did you know that I actually started out in that same program in 2017 it was? And now I am the director of training at Be More Radio Institute and the lead host of Sisters. So we doing it. We doing it. We making it work. Okay. It's growth. It's growth. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's growth. It's growth here. So yeah. we started we started dreaming about doing a podcast like this way back when, so yeah. many years ago. And you represent everything that our Be More Radio Institute exists for. And we live to encourage yeah. and produce the next generation of broadcasters, content producers, and creators and influencers. <laughs> and so I had to ask you, since it's been a while, how was your time, your experience way back when at Be More as an intern? It was really good. It was really enlightening to be in a space and really kind of watch how a radio show gets put together. And I even had the fortunate, um, the fortunate opportunity to be a host um, one time when we, we, I think one of the hosts, like they had to step away or something like that. So I had a chance to host with, um, with Gabe and that was like really exciting because I didn't know how much of a skill goes into like hosting and being able to keep up you know, with the conversation um, and make sure that you're hitting all the talking points for 
or what the topic of the show is. You know, like from a standpoint, it looks like they're just you're on here. You're just having a good time. You're just chatting with the guests. But it is like a formula to it. So I really got to get great exposure to that. That's good. It's, and you're right. It's definitely in our, I will say that. And and shout out to Gabe, because I forgot that you guys did that show. <laughs> yes, I forgot all about that. So as I said before, we go way back. And even mm-hmm. when you were beginning your start, because I think you were starting, you were about to be a freshman at school yeah. at the time. And yeah. now you graduated. So time went by so fast. Mm-hmm. So while you were there, what was your major and what uh, inspires you to even get into the film industry and how did you know that was even something you wanted to do long term yeah yeah okay so at Michigan State um, I was media and information so that's their f- fancy way of saying filmmaking and I always knew that um, I wanted to go into visual storytelling since like my sophomore year in high school I used to actually go to a short film camp shout out to MPI <laughs> um, you know growing up in Detroit and just the schools that the couple schools that I went to I didn't actually have exposure to how much um, in our form filmmaking is and how much that goes into it so going to that short film camp and seeing like the process with the lighting and seeing like set decoration and um, learning the term shot list so like all of it was just like all this random you know information being thrown at me and I really fell in love with it so I was like, okay, this is something that I want to do. <laughs> and then um, I came across producing with my first project. Um, shout out to my best friend, Kyra Kimbrough. We co-produced a documentary web series together. And that's when I fell in love with the art of producing, because that's really what it is, being able to um, have a vision for something and put it together. And really the collaboration of it too, like producing is definitely as much as being like a people person and knowing how to work and collaborate with other creatives. So, so yeah, from there, I just knew that visual storytelling was like something that I wanted to do and that producing was the avenue I wanted to take to get there. That's great to see sisters like you have a platform now to be able to have our stories told. I love how you light up every time you talk about the filmmaking industry. That's how you know when someone's passionate about it. You can kind of yeah, yeah. And so, speaking of stories, in the middle of the pandemic, while the world was on pause or you know upside down, if you will, you made a film during this time called Naked, which I heard is a movie about. Sisters just unpacking some insecurities and learning about one another through issues that we can all relate to that are common to us. And so uh, if you can, can you share a little bit with us a, a little bit more about what the film is about and how you came up with the idea for it, starting with the name? Because that's a very catchy name. <laughs> yes, I would love to get into the name. Um, but how it started was it started with um, an interview project that I had the idea to do an interview with 50 Black women, asking them about the topics of colorism, codependency, body image, and competition. And those categories itself, I'm also a poet at heart. I love everything about poetry. And I was watching just the random poems on YouTube, and I noticed how Black women um, poets were talking about the same thing in different ways. So I broke it down into those four categories. And then I and I, I just sent out like a post on like Instagram, like, hey, can I interview you for, for this project? And I asked them um, questions along um, those four categories. And then I seen like how relevant this is in our community. And I was like, there's a story to be told here. And I, one of my uh, co-producers, we're really all just like a team, three of us, honestly, at this point, um, when I told her about the idea, she actually came up with the name, Naked. 
And it was like light bulbs. Like I was like, wait a minute, you. And she just did it in like two seconds too, because um, really the film is really about vulnerability and transparency. And one of the times you're mostly like that is when you know you're naked. So like kind of being like really showcasing, um, really being uh, raw with how you know vulnerability and transparency taking place within Black women within this conversation. And I feel like she really captured it with that title because that's truly what it is. You know, they're bearing themselves with each other. Yeah. Well, that's a very clever title to say the least. I, yeah. I won't even go into what I originally thought it was about. It was, <laughs> it was, it was very far away from what I thought. So that's a clever mm -hmm. title. And yeah. so, and I saw in the, in the clip <clears throat> at the beginning, I noticed that there were different issues or topics that some of the sisters were going through as far as dealing with things like colorism, body image, codependency, and even competition amongst each other as women. Yeah. Can you tell us why out of all the other things that sisters are going through, and there is a long list, but why do you, why these specific topics, why do these matter to you more closely as well as why do they matter to the film? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it clicked that I want to do those things when I really um, got deep into the interviews um, with the 50, with the voluntary 50 women, because um, it got to a point where they didn't feel like interviews. They were like venting sessions. Like each mm -hmm. of them were like maybe like an hour long. Um, and some women were sharing um, some of their loved ones uh, mm -hmm. correlation to the themes. And it just showed like how relevant it is and how almost all of them related to all four of the topics. And, you know, under each topic, of course, there's different subtopics that, you know, we couldn't dive into with just the short film. But it really it really showcased that. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. But it really showed it really showcased that this this is something that is relevant amongst black women and for black women, the ones that I talked to, to be so eventful and be so emotional to what the experience they that they had related to those topics. I knew that there was um, there was a story there. That's awesome. And, mm -hmm. and you know, I actually want to give a shout out to the actresses that I saw in that clip. Woo! The assignment. I, didn't, I, I have yet to see the film yet, but based on what I've seen, they understood the assignment. And yeah. so can you briefly tell us about how did that casting process go and how did you know that the actresses were the right fit for these roles? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. So we, we had a decent turnout for um, the casting, which we were, we were um, completely fortunate for, but honestly, and when each of the girls like tried out, we knew that this is, you know, this is Dahlia, this is Amina, this is um, Charlie. We knew that each of them were a great fit for the character. And I have to like shout out City because she was like, and she put those girls through, she put those girls through it, through the um, rehearsals and acting, really got them top notch. They were amazingly talented. And like I said, we knew that we wanted um, each of them to be, to play that character. But she definitely like, I, I give a big shout out her. She really has a talent for, um, you know, coaching through coaching actors and getting them to really kind of step into that character and bring it to life. So, yeah. well, I could definitely see why this would be a really dope concept for a movie. And speaking of which, let's go to another short clip from the film Naked and we will be right back real quick. Girl, I can't believe you about to have me around all these people. You know I don't like talking. Please get this raggedy ass car fixed. Well, sis, for one, I only have two roommates. 
And for two, they chill for real. Especially my girl, Alex. Okay, so they both do kind of got a mouth on them, but no more than you. So you should fit right in. <laughs> Just don't start. D girl, I don't even be doing nothing. So welcome back everyone to Sisters. And I have been here with our guest filmmaker and writer, Brenda Walker, about her new film, Naked. And now I wanna add some more sisters to the mix from the film, since no one can make a movie alone, of course. Let's please also give a sisters welcome to co-producers Jessica Austin and Sue Morgan. Ladies, it's so great to have you with us. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Yes. How are you? How are you ladies doing? I'm so excited. It feels so good to be here. This is actually the first time that we, the three of us, have been together in like, what, a so long. <laughs> it's been a while, a couple months, and that has been like the longest time we've been apart since making this film project. So it just feels really good to be here with you ladies tonight, and I'm really honored to be a part of this show with you all. And I miss y'all. I miss oh, you too. I hate. I oh. love that we had that we could help facilitate a social <laughs> reunion amongst y'all. How are you, City? How you been? Um, I am good. I'm scared to use my mic because of the feedback. So you're good. Just, you're good. You know, bear with me. But um, I've been good. I miss y'all so much. I'm like so mm -hmm. excited um, getting everything ready to like, you know, show everyone the project. And that has just been a crazy experience. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to link back up with everyone. I'm excited for you guys. I feel all of your excitement. So, <laughs> so one at a time between City and Jessica, how can you tell us a little bit about yourselves and how did you become involved with Brenda in this film? Okay, I can go first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> Um, so, you know, after I finished like my film program at Specs, um, I was like, you know, looking for like my next project or like, especially like something, you know, to emerge into like the professional film, like aspects. Um, and I had like been on the acting side of everything for years. Like that's actually what I trained to do. Um, and I don't know, I kind of switched gears, I guess. And then, um, so Brenda and I, well, a friend connected uh, Brenda and I, lovely, lovely friend. Um, and then Brenda and I hit it off. And then we just started writing with Jessica and it became like this sisterhood that honestly, I am just so grateful to be a part of, you know, like Jessica said, we haven't seen each other in like months. And I feel like it's kind of weird. Like I really miss them. Like, you know, <laughs> how you be away from your family? Like, oh my God, what's up with you guys? Like, you know, um, but yeah, so. Awesome. Yes. What about you? What about you, Jessica? Yes. So like I was telling you guys a little before, I transitioned from being a social worker and I knew that I wanted to go into film. And so I started going to different mixers and stuff. And I was introduced to Brenda at a film, a film mixer, a networking mixer. And it was so funny because when I met Brenda, she started off with this whole spiel about herself, her professional experience. And somewhere in there, she's like, and I'm 17. I think she, you were 17 or 16. I was well, anyway, she's like, and I'm 17, by the way. And then she keeps talking, and I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, go back. You're how old? 
And it was just so crazy to me. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, when I left there that night, I'm like, this girl is going places. And I truly admired her energy. And for me, you know, having been old, being older, having gone through college and all of that, being in a space of transitioning, I walked away from that walked away from meeting her feeling so hopeful about the connection that we had and just who she was as a person. And so I started my own project, actually, my first film project, and Brenda was a PA for that project. And then we just continued to grow and grow and grow. And then when she presented this project, she called us up and she's like, you know, I have this idea to do a poetic visual. Are you down? And I'm like, yeah, what is a poetic visual? <laughs> But from there, it was just like, absolutely, like anything you do, like I'm here for it. And so, and that's how we came together. And then like City mentioned, she was introduced to Brenda and Brenda introduced her to, you know, to me. And then we all just clicked. It was such an organic connection that we had. And so here we are two years later. I definitely get that vibe from you all. And to be a further part of the A-Man Choir on Brenda, I definitely got the same vibe from her too when I first met her. I think you were 18 or 17. And she said she did the same thing. Like, you know, she was like, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm, I'm going to Michigan State. I was like, most people your age don't even know what they're going to eat tomorrow. And you're, you know, exactly what you're going to do. So I'm, I'm with you. So, yes, definitely. And so, as I mentioned before to Brenda, y'all were making a film while the world was going upside down in the midst of COVID, which is a very interesting thing to do. So tell us a little bit of something about Naked and how you hope that it can influence society and particularly our sisters. Anybody can answer that, of course. Well, I'll go first, I guess. Um, I think I want, I really want women to take away from this film that it's okay to be vulnerable and it is okay to be accountable. It's okay to hold each other accountable. And I feel like that's something that we all had to learn as Black women in this process. I think we all kind of came into it with this professional, you know, thinking cap on like, okay, we know how to do our jobs as writers, as professionals, but we had no idea when we started this, how much it would really require of us to really heal and be vulnerable and really bring to the table our own issues. And so, you know, it just turned into this beautiful web of accountability and just bearing it all. So I think I really want women to walk away just knowing that it's okay to do that for each other. We need that for each other. I like that. Healing and freedom. What about you, City? I would say um, really just that it's like okay to just have a conversation and like, you know, like Jessica said, be vulnerable, but especially like with your friends, like, you know, I feel like we all we all like have friends or like maybe some people don't have friends, but like if you do have you might have friends. Right. But you might not really like know them. You know what I mean? Like, or like what's going on or like how things truly are. And it's okay to like kind of take that off sometimes and like share what is truly going on and give, you know, give each other a slice of your life, you know? And sometimes it may be heartbreaking. Sometimes it may, you know, have to like even check you a little bit. Cause you see that in the film, like <laughs> some of them, you know, it, it gets a little, you know, but that's okay because sometimes it, it takes a little bit of that so that you can reveal like, you know, what's truly going on. So yeah, your naked truth. It's, it's okay to have a conversation. 
I like it. I like that. Naked truth. <laughs> I know you got something to add, Brenda. Like what were, were your hopes for the film? They both said it perfectly, honestly. Um, but really capturing that vulnerability and really, um, you know, being comfortable with that. I think sometimes even, you know, with our friends, we are afraid to be 100% vulnerable and to reveal, you know, issues that, you know, that tug on our like heartstrings a little bit is kind of something that's personal, you know, to us. And it is okay to, you know, to have that conversation. Um, because it that starts, you know, towards healing and towards, like you said, that freedom and, you know, being being closer to um, <clears throat> being closer to the people that you consider friends as well. Yeah. That's awesome. So from the clips that I have seen so far, these sisters, like I said, the actresses understood the assignment here and they are killing it in their roles. <laughs> Speaking of clips, we are excited for to show another clip from the film. And then after the break, we'll continue this naked conversation when we come back here to Sisters here on Be More Radio. We'll be right back. I'm just saying how I got respect for myself. Hmm. Next thing you know, I'm getting cussed at. So wait, now we don't have respect for ourselves? I'm sure she <laughs> Okay. Sure she needed like that? Y'all, we still gotta get dressed. Yeah, so. see, I didn't even say all that. I mean, what you do with your body is between you and God. You just asked me about mine, so I told you. Listen. Just because you sip on juice and Virgin Mary is your BFF, that'll make you know better than anybody at this table. Hello? No, I don't think I'm better than anybody. I'm not trying to come off like that. Well, you are. Oh, please, let's go to the next. No, wait, no, no, no. We're not going on to the next question. Listen, I'm not judging anybody in this room. But your question is a trigger because I feel like it's a part of the standards that have been placed on young 20 something year olds. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back again to Sisters where we have been here with our guests, filmmakers, Brenda Walker and co-producers Jessica Austin and City Morgan discussing their brand new sister film, Naked. So I think that it's really interesting that the film is from what I hear based on a game that the sisters play, which is the notorious never have I ever game. And so this is kind of a fun question, but I'm curious to know, have you ever had a similar experience like in the film where a never have I ever game went a little <laughs> bit deeper than you expected with your friends? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, um, I have actually, and not just never have I ever, but other games too. And sometimes, you know, people will ask questions, sometimes just to pry, just, you know, being nosy, you know how people are, can be sometimes. Um, and usually what happens is people will shut down or they'll find a way to exit the conversation. And so I think, you know, when toying with the idea of what game to play, we just kind of felt like this game would be a really good way to get people talking because it is one of those games that can easily get really messy. And sometimes messy is good. Sometimes you have to make a mess in order to, you know, like really clean it up. So, yeah. That's interesting. And yeah. Anyone, anyone else? I mean, I'm not trying to put anyone on the spot here, but <laughs> <laughs> it has definitely happened um, to me a few times where like one person asks that one question and then with their response, the other questions are sparked. And then next thing you know, we're like completely, you know, off topic. 
<laughs> so I think that's why it was like it was a great way to kind of um get the conversation started because that's organically how sometimes you do kind of get deep you know with your friends or learn something that you didn't know you know before just through the avenue of this game so. all right so were there in, were there any favorite moments throughout production not even just in the film itself but even in making the film did you have any memorable or favorable moments there oh yes <laughs> i'm sure there's a mountain of stories no literally there are a mountain of stories from casting to i mean even before casting when we were in the writer's room, um, like, yeah, everything. But I feel like the most memorable, um, the most memorable moment, I think, um, was really like when we found our cast because, ooh, that was a struggle. Like getting off the fourth person. It, was, it wasn't a struggle. It was just, you know, a lot of back and forth. Um, and so I feel like when we finally locked in, like that was the most like, oh my goodness, like we're really doing this for me. You know? <laughs> Just the realization that we, we did it, that type of thing. I got you. And it's and you know, I really, really admire your sisterhood. I can I you know, I can feel it. Like, <laughs> I just met you two ladies. I've known Brenda, but I can definitely feel all of your sisterhood and I really am loving the vibe here. And so before we, we wrap things up, I have to ask, of course, Brenda, how can we best be able to support you, all of you ladies in the film making and do you have any advice for any up and coming filmmakers? Yeah, yeah. So the best way to support is to definitely follow um, our Instagram page, our social media and keep updated to our website. We will be having the premiere um, this weekend. So <laughs> right, after, um, right after that, please stay updated to see where the film will be distributed so you can get a chance to watch it uh, and be a part of the conversation and share the conversation with even your own friends. Um, and then the best advice I would give to filmmakers, um, really be in touch with who you are as a creative because being in this space, no matter what it is, um, you're singing, you're writing poetry, radio, <laughs> you know, whatever your craft is, there are others out there who do the exact same thing you do. But when you are in touch with what you bring to the table and what your influence is and what your perspective is, you'll be less likely and less compelled to want to compare yourself. Well, they're getting these views and they're getting this attention because you know what you bring and no one and you know your voice and you know how loud and powerful your voice will get. So that is that is something I'm still struggling with, with not comparing myself um, and really kind of be in touch with who I am. So that's the best thing I can give to up and coming creators. Yes, and just to add to that real quick with being true to who you are as a creative, when you are doing that, you tend to attract exactly what you're putting out there. And I think that's what happened for all of us. Individually, we were in you know, all these different spaces. We didn't even know each other, but we made a decision that we were going to walk in our truth and really be who we wanted to be. And we met each other and then it's just been up from there. So yeah, just walk in your purpose. That's a good message. Um, City, any any uh, yes. advice? I would, I would just say an old Babe Ruth quote, never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. 
because I feel like throughout the entire time you will see obstacles, but every time you knock one down, another one is going to come up. But the <laughs> old man that I seen on Instagram, he's black. I don't know his name, but he said that the top of the bottom of one mountain is the top of the next. And I feel like that is just so true. Like, mm. you know, so you just got to keep going. Never don't let, don't let this stop you. You know, that's a message right there. Don't let the fear. Oh, that was the word. <laughs> that's going to my notes for sure. Okay. Right? I need that as a t-shirt. <laughs> yes, that's a that's t-shirt worthy. Yeah. And so uh, we have one last treat for, for all of you guys listening is that we have one more clip. And so we're going to show one more clip from the film Naked. And then we will be right back here on Be More Radio. So keep it locked. What you mean I act the part? Nah, what they meant to say was I had all this melanin to play those roles. Let's tell the truth. So they were typecasting light skins too. Girl, yeah, right. It must suck to always be the pretty girl, huh? Girl. No, for real. Stereotyping works both ways, don't get me wrong. But look, I'm tired of people of lighter complexions always trying to do trauma comparisons. We do not have the same experience. Period. Look, all I'm saying is they may have felt the same way about their roles that you felt about yours. And us brown skins too, though. We may not be chocolate, but stereotyping and biased, we up there with y'all damn near. Look, I understand that all complexions experience some type of BS. However, the image of beauty, subtle, and calmness doesn't include dark-skinned women with 4B, 4C hair. All right, welcome back to Sisters, everyone. And I am here with filmmakers Brenda Walker, Sydney Morgan, and Jessica Austin with the film Naked. Uh, before we wrap up, ladies, I want to first of all congratulate you for all that you have been through and, and getting it up and running. I know it's no easy task right. trying to coordinate all of these sisters together in one piece on one accord. And so I really thank all of you for sharing a piece of your film with us. Thank you for, for weathering the storm of filmmaking because I know it's not easy. And I definitely know that this will not be the last time anyone will see or hear from your work. And so thank you, ladies, for all of your hard work in joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for having us. Okay. Of course. And so before we close out, we cannot close today's show without honoring the 10 murdered victims and three wounded in Buffalo, New York over the weekend last week. As sisters, we are definitely grieved by the senseless hatred that exists in America. We honor the lives and families of those who have been completely uprooted and have been forever changed by this tragedy. And we honor all of our brothers and sisters um, amongst our amongst the victims, I want to uh, shout out all of their names just to give them that due respect. Um, Roberta Dury, age 32. Um, Margus Mor Morrison, age 52. Geraldine Talley, age 62. Celeste, uh, Celestine Ch Cheney, age 65. Catherine Massey, age 72. Pearl Young, age 77. Ruth Whitfield, age 86. Andre McNeil, age 53. Aaron Salter, who I believe was a security guard who defended that store, age 55. 
and Hayward Patterson, age 67. And then we also would like to remember the three that were wounded, Zaire Goodman, age 20, Jennifer Warrington, age 50, and Christopher Bratton, age 55. You will never be forgotten and your memory lives on in our hearts. And until next time, thanks for joining us here on Sisters at Be More Radio.